Hi, it's Tom Panos, John McGrath, Million Dollar Agent. Love this topic now. This has to be the topic, John, that I get asked the most because um, I auction, I work for a publisher that has most of their ads coming in with auctions. Uh, we get a lot of research done about what ads buyers want to read, what they like and don't like in advertising, and I know that you've got a view on price guides with auction properties. So, uh, for a start, uh, what is your view, John? Well, if we even step back a bit, Tom, because price guides, let's assume that in, in often people think of those as on your local page, Wentworth Courier ad, it says six to 700000 and that obviously is a price guide, and it's printed in the media. Um, some agents go beyond that, and I think, you know, I'll call these kind of the older-fashioned agents because it was something that was taught many years ago and I think has carried on in some, some companies, that you shouldn't even discuss price full stop. So forget the media. When someone comes or rings up and they say, well, what do you think, Tom? You say, well, look, really, it's up to you. I'm not setting the market. I'm just reporting back the vendor. You need to decide price. So if we start at that point, my view is that's an old, outdated mode of doing it. And I know that'll be a little bit controversial because I'm sure a lot of listeners or their colleagues are in the habit of saying, oh, that's the purest. You know, that's, we learned that at Real Estate 101, not to quote price. I disagree totally. The world has moved on a lot in the last 10, 20, 30 years. Um, people want information. People nowadays, mostly we have families that both, both of the householders are working. They're time poor, they get the local paper Thursday night, they go onto realestate.com or domain on Friday morning, and they have a limited amount of time to search for the properties that they might want to inquire or go and visit, probably on a Saturday. They don't have the time to ring 20 or 30 agents and say, Tom, what do you think, what do you think? And then half the agents say, well, we're not sure, you have to come and look at it. Um, in fact, realestate.com, which, which is a related company, I guess through your, public, your, your media entity, Tom News Limited, have done a number of uh, searches or research on this topic and basically their numbers have come back overwhelmingly that A, all buyers want price discussion, if not price guides. B is, it's worse than that. The majority of buyers, if, if they don't see a price on an ad, they just keep going and it's been up to 91%. The last figure was around 66%. The more recent survey was around 91%, an independent survey done saying to buyers, you know, here's search results, there's 20 or 50 search results, and they looked at and they saw the ones they clicked on. And in, in six out of 10 or nine out of 10 of instances, they were the ones with price. So I think it's not only great practice and something that's consumer friendly, um, it's actually something that's costing you money if you're not doing it. Um, now, some people say, well, who are you acting for? Well, you're acting for the vendor to get the best price, but you need to get the buyers to the property and the buyers to inquire to get the best price. Correct. So if we had 100 buyers in the room here today with you, me and Troy, and we said to every one of them, would you rather price guide, price discussion or none, 100 will say, of course we want price guide. This is a big investment. We want to know. We don't waste time. So I start from that point is, you know, what does a consumer want to, to conduct their search? They want price. Um, then I say, yes, but, you know, what does the client want? They want the most price. How do you get that? More buyers. So I am 100% convinced of everything I've learned in 32 years of real estate. The one thing more than anything I know is that people don't want tricks, half-truths, smoke and mirror or brick walls. People want straight, authentic, honest, accurate advice. Now when I say accurate, I understand there's no recommended retail price on any piece of real estate. Basically every, everything has got its nuances, but I also know that a professional agent that's done their comparative analysis of the market and had an in-depth discussion with the vendor, 
should within 10 or 15% know roughly what it's going to fetch, unless you're dealing in the Sotheby's, Christie's, 10, 20, 30 million, in which case it's harder. So I think, you know, if you think it's worth 6 to 650, I, I just put it on the ad because I think that makes sense and then people come along. If not, when someone rings up or comes to your inspection, I just say, look, the recent comparables have been high fives to mid sixes. Um, here they are, here's a list of them. Um, but you know we're interested in, in having discussions with people in that price range because we think that's fair market value. John, I can't help it, but the, the other week I was at Westfield Bondi Junction. Um, my wife had gone shopping somewhere and I was killing time and I was in uh, David Jones and there was an area where one of the boutique brands had their suits and I was just, you know, I thought, oh, maybe I need to get a suit. So I went in and I was looking and I couldn't help it. One of the things I looked at, apart from looking whether the suit looked good, I looked at the prices. Mm. And every time I tried to look at a price, I'm flipping through, I'm looking for the price and all I'm finding is the size tag, there's no yeah. price. I then move on to the next suit, no price. Frustrating. I, I, frustrating. So what I did is I actually left that area, which was one of the brands, and there was 20 different styles of suits there. And what I thought is, um, it annoyed me, because one of the things that when you're shopping through David Jones or Myers or any outlet, it's a very difficult experience if you can't see price, and there's a chance that you're not going to hang around there to actually get into a discussion to do the transaction. And I think the point that you're making is this. Yes, an agent might feel that they've got a bit of leverage by not putting cards on the table, but you won't be having a negotiation with someone that's chosen not to come to the property because they're unhappy about the fact that there's no certainty. That's the first thing I'll say. The other thing I'll say is on Sky Business the other night, Chris Gray, um, who's a buyer's agent yep. who runs the, the show there, and he, I think he was uh, one of the judges on The Renovators, said to me, um, I don't mind it when I'm acting as a buyer's agent because... I know that a lot of other buyers get annoyed by it, so they won't actually look at a particular property that has no price guide, and that puts me in the sole position to negotiate. So this is from a buyer's agent saying the fact that he's got less competition. Correct. So I think um, we're... It's a really good point. I, I think, yeah, and, and Chris is a very respected and very successful buyer's agent, one of the best in the country. Um, and, and look, I, I agree 100% that this is... I think this is a, a terrible part of our industry. And I think it came from many years ago, someone had the idea that if you don't give price, you're in, you, you keep control, and the market finds its own level. Well, I actually disagree, because the market only finds its level when it's the entire market. When you're only dealing with 10 or 20%, which are the people that are prepared to pursue a property with no price, that to me, I'd, I'd mount a very strong argument, that's actually not the market finding its own level. That's the people that actually had the patience to continue and find it. And as Chris said, I, by the sounds of it, he said, I like it when there's no price guide because that turns a lot of people off. Yeah. So he's buying properties perhaps on his behalf of his clients better on no price guide. And we've got to remember, it is a price guide. We're not saying this is the reserve, this is the sale price. It's, it's got to be authentic and it's got to be well-researched. And it also should be flexible. If during the campaign the interest is stronger than you thought or even weaker than you thought, then you know, we train our agents that in real time they should be adjusting that price guide in all forms of media and obviously in all verbal discussions once they've discussed it with the vendor and told the vendor and the vendor agrees, okay, well, I'll bump it up or bump it down. So it must reflect at any given time what your best estimate of the likely range, and I like a 10 to 15% range. I think that feels like it gives you enough room to move, but it also gives a buyer enough room to decide is it worthwhile pursuing. Yeah, John. Uh, it's interesting because as we're recording this podcast, right in the mix is in Queensland, this is actually a hot issue because 
the uh, government is making a decision about making it law where they will ban an agent to quote a price on auctions. What's yeah. the, the background to that? Well, so interesting. The background, I think, is we went to Queensland a few years ago and we were told when we started, well, by a lot of the agents we were rec recruiting, um, well, we know you guys use price guys, but um, we can't use them up here. And I said, well, that's crazy. Of course we can use them. They said, no, no, it's illegal. So I, of course, being the you know, sort of person I am that I like to you know, really dig into these things, I found out through our team that we went to the Real Estate Institute of Queensland and the state government, and we drilled in to find the right person to tell us was it illegal. The answer was no, but we don't like the practice. And I said, why not? And then we heard the old-fashioned kind of dinosaur reasoning of, you know, we don't think it sets the right price, it sets a ceiling on price, all these kind of things, which I think are, to be honest, rubbish. So I said, okay, well, what, if you're telling me that this is not illegal, we're going to do it. So we've started doing it, and we continue to do it to this day, and we hope to continue it forever because the response has been terrific. Uh, it's been great with our clearance rates, it's been great with our buyers, and our sellers have loved it. They've kind of said, well, this is great. You guys are bringing transparency and information to the market. Um, I think what we did is we kind of, you know, stirred the hornet's nest, though, because some of the people that didn't like the price guide um, process then went to the REIQ and the government and said, oh, we've got to stop this. Um, so it's very frustrating now, and, and their support, I've got to say, and thank you for those listeners that have been in support, and there's a petition, and many of them have gone on to the online petition as well to sign it and, and air their views, as well as many consumers. Um, it, it, it's heartening to know that so many people support this change, it's disappointing that old-fashioned views seem to be in the wrong places and seem to have way too much influence. Uh, it's disappointing to me, and, and I, you know, I have said this publicly, so the, the REIQ, which you know, I, I have great respect for the Real Estate Institutes right around Australia, but the REIQ is on the wrong side of this argument. Um, they're saying, they're supporting the banning. Now, my view is at worst, um, well, you know, if someone doesn't want to use a price guide as a seller, or an agent that's recommending a seller, then they should be entitled not to you. Just as if someone does want to use a price guide, a seller or an agent, they should be allowed to. I mean, for me in 2014 to think that the government, uh, ultimately, because they set the law, not the REIQ, if the government thinks that it should ban a seller's right to advertise their property for auction with a price, to me is insanity. That's like dark ages, going back 50 years, surely a seller should have the right to decide if they're auctioning their property or private treaty, that should be an open, and then if they decide to auction, if they have a price in mind that is realistic in line with the market, that is realistic, that reflects the kind of price range that they're prepared to treat in, they should be able to put that in writing, and at the very least, the agent should be able to talk that through when someone comes to an open. But if the law gets up, which I'm obviously fighting against, it will mean that if someone comes to your open for inspection on an auction and says, Tom, what do you think? And you'll say, no comment. I can send you, if you give me a formal request, I can send you a written CMA that provides some recent comparable sales. Well, that's kind of okay, but a lot of people are not going to go to that end. People want to ring up and say, Tom, what do you reckon? I've got 700 to spend. Is it worth me coming to have a look at it? And you don't want to say, I can't comment on that. You want to either say, look, to be honest, John, I reckon this is going to be 8850 so I don't want to waste your time, but come and see me anyway, I'll find you something for 700 So, you know, you can tell that I'm passionate about it because I believe in transparency, I believe in integrity, I believe in customer service, I believe in choice and freedom of speech. These are all things very dear to me that I think hopefully should be dear to the real estate industry and, and the community. So what we've found, Tom, is since we've kind of put, put the, uh, the protest message out there and, and, you know, as you know, I took a couple of pages in your publications to 
make sure people knew because this was not about being a maverick. This was about saying, I want to make sure that the buyers and sellers know what law is about to be passed. So if they want to protest, they can. And, and then, you know, um, uh, Kylie Davis set up uh, an online petition. And we, I think we've had oh, a couple of thousand people already sign in. And the comments are very critical of the government. And people are saying things like, stay out of our lives. We're already over-governed. Let us be transparent and these sort of things. So I'm hoping, and obviously we send the government these, and let's hope that, that sanity prevails, because I'd hate to think that moving forward, the great state of Queensland is muzzled from talking about price, which is the number one issue for buyers, the number one request. Well, as I was uh, driving here this morning, John, I did get into a conversation with Dane Atherton, who's going to, you know, who's speaking at our He's also speaking at one of our real estate gyms, and I was talking to him about an issue, and I know that... He's a he's an extraordinary operator, great yep. auction performer, good guy, and um, yeah. good guy. And I've got to tell you, he's reflective of, of on what a lot of the auction agents are. So putting the politics aside, the fact that you're going to actually be more liked in your community by being able to answer questions when your typical buyer says, "Oh, what do you think this is going to go for?" and you haven't sat there with twenty scripts or dialogues to outsmart them that this is how smart I am. I can actually answer that question without giving you a price guide. Just the same way at a listing presentation, John. When the agent goes into a listing presentation and says, "I've got no idea of what your property is yes. worth," people are past that. Correct. We are no longer Correct. the gatekeepers of information. Google has changed the world. All they want to do is meet a good person to facilitate a transaction. Information in real time. And Tom, look, uh, you know, I agree 100%. Imagine, and already there, are, there is at some level a bit of strain in relationships often between buyers and agents because, you know, agents are representing sellers. And, and I think some agents in the past, not so much nowadays, it's improved a lot, but some agents in the past probably didn't ingratiate themselves to the consumers as much as they should have. But imagine when, when a buyer goes to 12 opens on a Saturday and every agent looks at them blankly and said, I can't comment. At best I can do is send you a bit of a CMA and then you figure it out for yourself. That's just going to drive a huge wedge between the buyers that want to buy, the sellers that want to sell, and the agents whose job it is to connect the two together at the best possible outcome. So you know, I, I, Dane is a great guy and he's, he's a fierce competitor of ours. Uh, and it's good to know, I think, that you can have good competitors that you get on with, that you can have a cup of coffee with, and you can also agree on some things that are for the betterment of the industry. It's kind of like bipartisan in politics. And, and Dane was great without any request from us or any urging. He, he just came upon himself and he said, look, I actually don't use price guides that often, but I believe in the agent's right and the seller's right to be able to use them. So that huge admiration, not that he needed to win any for me because I'm a great fan of his anyway. And you and I have both done some stuff with him at his training events in the yeah. past. And now he's got a very successful Harcourt's office on the Gold Coast, one of the most successful in Australia. So, All righty. So, John, we'll uh, cap off on that episode. And I'll just finalise and say at News Corp two, three years ago, I was involved in a big research project because, as you know, uh, readers are moving from print to other digital sources and we were looking at the things that people want to read and the things that they don't like and two things came out of that research and number one is that in the real estate section of the paper they don't want to see agents saying how good they are um, winning awards and saying how special that you know they made X amount of sales so they don't like looking at agents and auctioneers faces yeah. and the second thing is that they really disliked property that had no reference to a price figure or a price guide. That or a misleading price, of course, which is price. the ultimate worst yeah. thing you can do is tell someone a price that's actually not 
credible and not the real price. Bidding so. from five thousand dollars yeah. upwards. <laughs> so that's why you know, just as a caveat to add that to the end, because I know you're wrapping up, Tom. But um, I think that you know, every statement that I've made is based on the assumption that the price that you're quoting or putting in print is the price as best as you can determine. So anyway, look, I hope you guys get behind it. If you're not using price guys, please have a think about it because it will massively increase your business has been our experience. And um, let's let's hope that the, the good guys win. Okay, that wraps up our episode Million Dollar Agent. Until next time, we wish our listeners all the best. John, I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, Tom. See ya. <laughs>